Welcome back to the latest episode of the So Close Yet So Far pod with Andrew King and Zach McVeigh. You can see us now if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, we got a lot to cover today. We're going to talk the upcoming NFC and AFC championship games. Some quarterbacks are retiring, so that's kind of bringing up some Hall of Fame talk that we're going to dive into. Um, and just some other stuff around the football world right now as we head into one of the last weekends of football. Yeah, it was. Uh, we got so we got some news this week that Philip Rivers is done. He sent out a pretty funny uh, retirement note, and everybody's speculating is Drew Brees done. I think he probably is. What do you think, Andrew? Oh yeah, and I mean, especially after the the season ended for him, when the extra injuries came out on top of the broken eleven ribs that he was suffering from earlier this season, and it's just he didn't complain. I mean, it, that's that's Drew Brees, you know, and. Um, even from Michael Thomas saying like Michael Thomas should have been out after week two or three, but he knew this was probably Drew Brees last year. And he's like, I was going to go get a ring with this guy because we all knew. Um, and so that kind of said it all, but it also speaks to what Drew Brees has meant to that city, to that team over the last 15 years, even though he only got his one ring, that's going to be his, the thing against Drew Brees, but the impact he made on that city, we haven't seen that. And um, given the circumstances that were going down in New Orleans over the last decade. Uh, it's just been cool to see it all happen. And it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. But I think as someone who follows football closely, you could even argue this was overdue. Um, just the way we've seen Drew kind of decline a little bit the last couple of years. But he gave it a great run. He, he pushed. He gave. You, you can't say he, he, he left it on the field. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. And the kind of cool thing about these two guys, both the well, Drew Brees probably retiring, Philip Rivers definitely retiring. Is all the stories that have come out the last couple of days. All the, all these uh, NFL guys have talked about Phil Rivers and how he's the best, most fun trash talker to play against because he's just he doesn't cuss. He says that gummit and and darn and all this stuff. And and JJ Watt came out with the story and he said, uh, Philip Rivers, we're about to run a play. And Philip Rivers pointed at one of our linebackers and said, Hey, you're lined up wrong. You, this is a blitz. You're supposed to be over there. And he was right, which is just cool. Like the. When, when these guys retire and everybody loves them, the, the fun stories come out. And so that's always cool. But I've got, I've got a little game for you, Andrew. So I haven't, I've not told Andrew who I'm going to ask him. Um, I'm going to see what he thinks. Are these guys Hall of Fame quarterbacks or not? Because that's kind of been the discussion with Philip Rivers. Drew Brees, I'm not going to ask Andrew. Drew Brees is a Hall of Famer. Um, if you want to argue that, call me. That's not an argument. Um, so we'll start, we'll start with it. Do you, think that, do you think that Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer? I, I do, and I, th I think the biggest, obviously the biggest, the biggest thing against Phil Rivers is never been to a Super Bowl. Um, not a great career um, in terms of deep playoff runs. He, I mean, he was with the San Diego Chargers for the majority of his career, and they, they put some good teams together um, with LaDainian Tomlinson and those guys, but they never had consistent, like, elite teams, like a lot of these guys. Um, and this is where it comes down to the argument of, where does a Super Bowl rank? That's kind of the, that's, that's a guy's way into the Hall of Fame. Um, but for a guy like Philip Rivers, is it a reason to keep him out when outside of Brett Favre, he has had the most consecutive starts ever for an NFL quarterback. Um, he's been there his whole career. He, he doesn't get hurt. He's, you could arguably say, because I think for him, and maybe we'll get into this, because like, like Zach said, I don't know the guys coming up, but the Eli Manning versus Philip Rivers debate is the complete opposite arguments in terms of, do the Super Bowls get you in? And I think Philip Rivers deserves credit for putting it, putting the work in year in and year out, delivering the numbers, what he could control. And think, let's look back on the elite receivers Philip Rivers had in his career. Keenan Allen. I, yeah. For, Antonio for, Gates. 
Okay, yeah, he had Antonio Gates, and he had Keenan Allen down the stretch, which helped him out. But other than that, he had LT for a while too, but he's not he's not a guy who's been blessed with Hall of Fame receivers his whole career. Um, yeah, that's, but yeah, I, I think he gets in. Um, it's going to be really interesting to look back on guys like Philip Rivers in a couple decades when by that point, the QB numbers will be completely inflated. And so looking back on his numbers, but I think just the, the, his, that, that's the, the, uh, what is it called? The consecutive starts stat with him. I think it was 240, maybe 220 in a row. Um, he deserves credit for that. And I, I think that that trumps not getting to a Super Bowl for him. Yeah. And the, like you said, it'll be inflated two year, two decades from now. But right now, like these stats are the inflated stats. The guys that they're going up against are the guys from the 1990s when it wasn't. So the when it wasn't, we weren't passing that much. So the guys like Philip Rivers, their stats match up really well against the guys from the 90s. But in terms, Philip Rivers only made one AFC title. You know, he's he's got 63,000 yards passing and 421 touchdowns. So that that is he's in based on those stats. It is. He didn't even make a Super Bowl, let alone win one. Um, only one AFC title. So, like you said, it's going to be how how is Philip Rivers remembered? Is he going to be remembered as, man, he could never get the Chargers over the hump? Or is he remembered, oh, this guy was fun, lovable, gunslinger, threw it like nobody else, and and did a lot with, with not great receivers around him, like you said. So, I don't think he's a first ballot. Um, I think he's going to be a guy that everybody likes, everybody wants to get in. I think he'll get in eventually, but not not soon. Okay, because see, with me, it's always like if Philip Rivers had one Super Bowl, we're not even having a discussion. But he doesn't. Okay. We can't so, we can't get into hypotheticals here, Andrew. No, we, we can't. We, we are, can't. We are, we are we a can't. fact. We are a fact based podcast. I know, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, come on, give me the next one. All right. So we're gonna go Matt Ryan. Kind of the same, kind of the same. A lot of good stats. Made a Super Bowl. Could have easily won that Super Bowl if not for a, a crazy performance by Tom Brady. What do you think about Matt Ryan? Oh, man. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I don't know his numbers off the top of my head. I mean, but – and I feel like he's the polar opposite of of my last argument to Phillip Rivers. And let's, let's look at who Matt Ryan's had as weapons his entire career for the most part. Like – He's going to have a Hall of Fame receiver tied to his hip his whole career for the most part in Atlanta with Julio Jones. Um, yeah, I, I don't I would not I wouldn't put Matt Ryan in the Hall of Fame. OK, but he he has some really good stats. OK, let's hear him. He let's almost hear. almost won an MVP or did he win MVP? I ooh. That, that one year, I think he did win the MVP. I, I'll, I'll fact check that. Keep going. Yeah. Keep OK, going so so Matt Ryan. So like you said before, Philip Rivers has 63,000 yards, 421 touchdowns. Matt Ryan has 55,000 yards, 347 touchdowns. Matt Ryan is still going, and Matt Ryan has been to a Super Bowl. And so based off your last argument that if Philip Rivers should be in um, without winning Super Bowl, only getting to one AFC title, I don't see the, a big difference between him and Matt Ryan, except in the fact that Matt Ryan had one colossal collapse in the Super Bowl. Does does getting to the Super Bowl and having that 28-3 lead and then losing to Tom Brady after the 23 lead hurt him in this situation more than if he hadn't gotten to the Super Bowl and only had that one AFC one NFC title? Has I, to be discussed. I don't think so. Like I don't think in like everyone's gonna remember that game, but I don't think it's ever gonna be Matt Ryan's Hall of Fame fate relies on that second half. 
I, I don't think so. But um, I did check. Matt Ryan did win the MVP. I think it was 2016. He won Something the, that Phil Rivers has never done. Yeah, yeah. Phil Rivers has not. Okay, so he's got his MVP. No, no. No, still no. Okay. I'm not doing it. Not over Phil. It's like, let's see if Matt Ryan can put together a, a, a second half of his career that is good enough to compete with the first half. Because that's the thing with a guy like Philip Rivers. He did it. Guys like Philip Rivers, Big Ben, they did it for almost two decades. It's like Matt Ryan's been around for a while, but let's see what Matt Ryan can do in this in, in this final push of his career, like we've seen from Philip Rivers, Aaron Rodgers, these guys that just keep getting better. I think the sto- the book isn't isn't done on Matt Ryan, but I I don't see him having something like that. All right, so we've got a yes for Philip Rivers and a no for Matt Ryan, and some of these guys that I'm telling you they do have careers to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm on the record. No, sorry, Matt Ryan. All right, next guy. We're going Tony Romo. <laughs> kind of the kind of the we had to bring our Cowboys in. Ooh, kind man. of the same as Philip Rivers. Not quite an AFC title. Had some good years. What do you think about Tony Romo? I don't know, man. You didn't tell me you were bringing this into it. I'm about to get a little emotional right now. Oh man. I don't see how I can say Matt Ryan's not a Hall of Famer and say Tony Romo is, unless the numbers are just that much bigger. But the 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 amount of teams Tony Romo had a terrible defense, the amount of times that team just didn't have enough to help him play to his level, whatever you want to say, like that doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter at this point. Like no one's going to consider that argument. And so based on like when you're looking at the paper of Tony Romo's accomplishments, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. He didn't. He didn't even win an MVP, did he? No, Tony. He was never, never a top five MVP. Only uh, he was like two and four in the playoffs. He had thirty four thousand passing yards and two hundred forty eight uh, touchdowns. So, yeah. but I think that Tony Romo, Tony Romo, will be a Hall of Famer. Broadcasting, yes, he's sir. the best broadcaster there is. Oh, Tony yeah. Romo will find a way in, and he's going to give us a great, great Hall of Fame speech. Um, not as a player, as a broadcaster, a little bit of a different record with Tony Romo. As a player, fun to watch. Game, tore our hearts out a few times, me and Andrew, big Cowboy fans. Um, I think he will get in as a broadcaster. Okay. He's, pretty, he's great. He's great as a broadcaster. Was yeah. really good as a player. But. And with Romo, it's like he, he's, he'll go down like kind of like you kind of described in a different way. He's going to – he's – I mean, he was the quarterback of the Cowboys. That's always going to mean something. And – um, obviously Cowboys fans, I think the tune on Romo has softened a lot since he's left, um, which it does for most guys, I would say. Um, but I don't know, man, I, I see Romo, I could see him being a career commentator, but man, do I want him to just some be running the Cowboys in some form or fashion in 10 years, whatever it is, put Romo on the sidelines. I know Troy Aikman wants to be GM. Let's let him run it back, man. Like, why not? It's, it won't be worse than Jerry and them. Like, so that's what I'm hoping for. But I, I will not be mad if we can watch Romo in the freaking uh, um, in the booth for the next 30 years. And sorry about my camera. My cat is climbing on this thing. If you watch the YouTube, you might get to see Andrew's beloved cat. So there's a yeah. plus. Yeah, this is not him right now, though. This is my other cat. Pretty All right. Moving we'll on. Get back, we'll go back to the quarterbacks. All right. So here, here's one. We got... We got Russell Wilson. He, he's still he's Russell Wilson's only 32. He's still got a ways to go. But let's say let's say he doesn't win another Super Bowl, but he he's he has a, a pretty the rest of his career is pretty good. Is he in? 
Oh, if he doesn't win another Super Bowl, I would say no. But I, I think Russ just because. Okay, hear hear me out though. I've been doing a lot of digging into um, quarterbacks and their defense, and that that's kind of one of the the polar opposites of this Brady Rogers matchup, which maybe we'll jump into is the amount of times Brady's had a top ten defense, which is almost every year in his career, and Aaron Rodgers is the polar opposite. Um, and when you look at Russell Wilson. Three out of his nine years in the NFL so far, he's had the number one defense in the league. And that's crazy. So for him now, we see Seattle now. Seattle does not have that defense. So I think in the second half of Russ's career, the biggest thing he's going to have to prove is, can Russ win without that defense? Because it's not his fault he had the Legion of Boom when he came into the league. But now it's time for Russ to prove he's that superstar level guy. Um, that can carry a team that really isn't that strong defensively all the way to a Super Bowl. And I, I honestly think he will. I would bet on it. Um, and so that's why I, I think Russ is the Hall of Famer, however it ends up. Yeah, I, I think Russell Wilson ended up in the Hall of Fame. And I think he's another guy that he he was so successful so early in his career that the way that he'll be remembered, um, he'll be remembered if he, if he doesn't do – again, this is a hypothetical – but if he doesn't do as well later, he did so well so early that he'll still be remembered um, as a Hall of Famer and as a, as a great quarterback. So book isn't closed. All right, so here we go. We got we've got Big Ben. Big Ben's a two-time Super Bowl winner. He he's somebody that has thrown for sixty thousand yards. He's thrown for thirty-four touchdowns, and he's he's won those two Super Bowls that I mentioned. But he hasn't. He hasn't had that much success since 2011. He's he's three and six in the playoffs since 2011, and he has in the playoff in his playoff career he's thrown for 34 touchdowns and had 28 interceptions. Kind of crazy. What yeah. do you think about Big Ben? I think I think Big Ben gets in two Super Bowls, um, and he's he hasn't been the same. I get like you said, he's not 2010 Ben Roethlisberger for the last five plus years, but he hasn't been, I don't know. He wasn't old Eli Manning either, you know, like, yeah, Ben Roethlisberger wasn't the same guy, but he wasn't holding the Steelers back um, as much as maybe some other older QBs were. And I think the two, what he did in the first half of his career, I think did enough in the fact, yeah, the Steelers were a very, were an elite defensive team this year. It wasn't like big Ben was carrying those guys. Um, But I think when it comes down to it, I think he gets in because of what he did before. I agree. I think I think Big Ben's kind of an easy easy vote. I think I think he gets in two Super Bowls. You know, what what if you have if you win two Super Bowls, you're in, right? So that I, brings me to my next guy. That brings yes, me to my next guy. This you is knew what I was coming. waiting for, man. All right, is Eli Manning a Hall of Fame quarterback? Yes, yes, he is. I am a I'm a Super Bowl hater. I hate when people just oh he won a Super Bowl and he gets in. No, that's stupid. But Eli Manning is the exception. We're going to look back when we are 110 years old, Zach, and there's going to be one dynasty in pro football that has ever been so good, and that's going to be what Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and the Patriots did. And Eli's two Super Bowl wins came against those guys. Yes, one of those years was when Michael Strahan broke the sack record. He was great. The defense was great. They had all that, they had all that jazz, whatever. Eli Manning was the Super Bowl MVP in both of those games that he took down Tom Brady. The absolute legendary, the head catch, the toe tap, the the dive, the like Eli rose to the occasion like no one has I've yet to see like that is the moment and he did it twice. 
that deserves so much credit. And it's like, yeah, Eli was awful at the end of his career. Eli's been able to stay healthy. That's something the longevity is going to play in his favor. But Super Bowls are overrated in a lot of ways. But the, the fact that he was really the only guy that could, him and his team were really the main people that could take down Brady and Belichick. Like they, they had a perfect season, the 19 and 0, gone. That matters, you know? And so I don't know. I, I, when I think of Eli, that, that matters, you know? And so I, I think he gets in based off that. It, it'll be, he's a guy who's a freaking toss up, but. Yeah, he, Eli, Eli for me, <clears throat> he's another one of those guys that, you look, he might not get it right away, but you look back in 10 years and his stats aren't, aren't great right now, but then you compare him to the to other quarterbacks that might have gotten in. And then you add those two Super Bowls and how he's remembered for that. David Tyree catch, like you mentioned, probably the greatest play I've ever watched live. Um, the Foxco Burris thrill, that was just money. He rose to the occasion, like you said. He, uh, and it was, it, it helps that it's against Tom Brady, the, the GOAT. You know, so I think that I think that Eli definitely will get in, but he has to be. I'm not I haven't researched this, but how many quarterbacks have been as have had bad seasons like he has? He was pretty bad at the end, but he got old. That happens. It's yeah. Okay. And one thing only because we mentioned this with Big Ben, but I was saving it for Eli. Only 12 quarterbacks have ever won more than one Super Bowl. Twelve. And I think eight, seven of the eight of those guys are are eligible to get in the Hall of Fame. Seven of them are in. I think the only one who's not is like Otto Graham or somebody, but um, they don't have very good stats. They like, it's, it's not a, um, so it's like you win two Super Bowls, you get in the hall of fame at least so far. Um, but I think with Eli, something that is kind of in the big Ben conversation is like, is he a first ballot guy? He could be, if he gets out before Rogers breeze Brady and all them do. And so that's one thing with Eli is that he'll be eligible before all of those guys. So maybe he could sneak in um, before, the elites come up. And so we'll, yeah. it'll, it'll be interesting to see, but I think Eli deserves it. Um, because like you said, as Brady, Brady might do it again. If Brady beats Rogers and Brady beats Mahomes, Eli's legacy rises that much more, you know? And so he's just riding the coattails of Brady, just having a great time. Um, and so that, and I, I think that does matter too, because um, like you said, it was against Brady twice. Yeah. And the point about how he, there, there won't be that many quarterbacks, a hall of fame, ready whenever his five years are up that's a good point i never mm. thought about that so you said nobody's risen to the occasion like eli but one guy one guy has risen to the occasion is joe flacco a hall of famer <laughs> heck no joe flacco <laughs> i love joe flacco i love the ravens uh for those that don't know really the draft joe flacco and then tory smith were drafted that was when my ravens fandom was kind of born um, cause I saw his video on sports and of Joe Flacco standing hundred foot, hundred yard throw on air. Cause he went to Delaware. So he had the, they had like the, they were like the great value Michigan Wolverines helmet. Um, but yeah, he, yeah, that, that run was amazing, but I mean, shoot, man, let's just look at that defense. I know you're, you're a Ray Lewis hater, Zach. Don't even say it. Don't even say it. <laughs> play, play, off, play off Joe Flacco. Let's, let me give you the stats. Oh, so give I, them I to me. I mentioned before, uh, Big Ben threw 34 touchdowns, 20 interceptions in a lot more games. Joe Flacco has 25 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. He's 10 to 5 in the playoffs. And he has the most road playoff wins in NFL history. And in NFL history, if Brady wins on the road this week, he will tie Joe Flacco. So if Brady wins, he and Joe Flacco will be at the top. But Joe Flacco had had that crazy run. He They had the great defense, but 
Flacco was amazing in those postseason. That one postseason doesn't get a man in your eyes. No, I don't. And I was that was amazing, man. Like the the Hail Mary essentially against the what the Broncos power goes out in the Super Bowl against Colin Kaepernick in the 49er. Crazy looking back on that matchup. Like, holy cow. Um, but yeah, no, they they had a they had a special run and I think Joe Flacco should be very happy with that Super Bowl ring uh, based on where his career is now. Uh, but I don't think so. He, he's, a, he's a guy I think especially could be right year, right time, right place. Maybe he gets in, um, but I don't think so. Okay, he rose to the occasion though. You're right, you're right. Yeah, not All right. Brady, so I, not against Brady, against Kaepernick, which like yeah. you said, crazy. We might need to do a dive on that sometime. Oh, yeah. I bet there's a lot of guys in that game that are interesting, but all right, I don't think I don't think Joe Flacco is a Hall of Famer either. I was just playing it up for the for the occasion, but I didn't he, expect he did, that. Ha- he did have that crazy run. He did have that one crazy run, and playoff Joe was different. Playoff Joe was different, but all right, those those are all the guys that I have. Um, but okay, yeah, yeah so no, that, said, that was good. So to recap, you said that Philip Rivers is in, Russell Wilson probably in, Big Ben is going to be in. You said no on Tony Romo, no on Flacco, no on Matt Ryan. And then you had also said yes on Eli. Yeah, so. I think Eli will get in. And he deserves it, man. Like, come on, come on. But yeah, no, I agree, though. Like, he is going to test a lot of the, I guess, barriers in terms of the bad seasons. Because there's not as there's not a lot of guys in the NFL that in the Pro Football Hall of Fame that had probably as bad a seasons as Eli's had along the way. Yeah, for sure. Um I mean, he and he and Joe Flacco are probably about the same level of quarterback there at the there at the end. Yeah. So, but anyway, let's talk. Let's talk about the uh, the good quarterbacks now. All all of them. Well, yeah. I don't know about Josh Allen, but the rest of them are definitely Hall of Famers. Josh yeah. Allen has some work to do. Uh, if if the other three retired right now, they'd all be in the Hall of Fame. Even Mahomes was only played four years. But what do you think about the Mahomes Josh Allen Chiefs Bills matchup? Oh, I'm, I'm excited. And it's when you look at it, um, Chiefs, obviously, to no surprise, number one passing offense in football. Buffalo Bills, number three passing offense. Guess who's number two? Uh, give me give me the Packers. No, 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 no. Give me. Yeah, give me the Packers. Houston. Oh, wow. They're crazy. OK. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's. Kansas City, Houston, Buffalo, Tampa Bay, top four. So we're pretty much seeing the three best, three of the four best passing offenses in football, and then Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. So it's going to be a good weekend. Um, but yeah, so that, that I mean, that's what it's going to come down to. I think these these, these teams are going to air it out. We know what Kansas City is going to do um, with with their guys. They're going to they're going to get their Tyree Kill. They're going to get Travis Kelsey out in space. They they don't have to run the ball. And what we saw from the Bills last week. They don't have to run the ball either. I, I think we will see um, the Bills definitely run the ball more than they did against um, Baltimore. But it's going to be – this is Josh Allen's moment, man. Like, he's he's risen to the occasion the last two weeks. If he wants to, I guess, expedite his rise to superstardom, he's never had a better opportunity than right now. And so I'm not betting against, against Patrick Mahomes and those guys, though, um, because I think that Bills defense does have some weaknesses. They've got Tredavious White, a superstar corner, but – other than that, Kansas City's got a whole lot of firepower, and so we'll see. I think I think if Buffalo can get some turnovers like they did against Baltimore, that's what it's going to come down to. Ben, don't break, um, essentially, for Buffalo. It's definitely going to take more than 17 points to beat 
beat the Chiefs. And they only got 10 points from the offense last week. So they better find a way to be more balanced and run the ball. Because even though they were one-dimensional and we say they're a high-powered offense, their offense only scored 10 points against the Ravens last week. So they got to be, be more balanced. They got to make the Chiefs defense uh, a little bit on their heels more than the Ravens. The Ravens defense is better than Chiefs. But the big thing for the Chiefs is, is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire going to play? And if, if he does, what kind of impact will he have? He had that that injury uh, week 15, I believe, and he hasn't played since. They've He's come, he's come back slow. He's going to dress this week. And we'll see what kind of impact he has because uh, number 31 Williams last week for the Chiefs played pretty well, but he's not he's not a he doesn't do anything crazy special. And oh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire can, can be a great game breaker. He can make big plays. He can take some pressure off Mahomes. Who has the toe injury? How much will the the concussion he's going to play through? But will the toe injury affect him a lot? It's his big toe. Um, big toes are pretty important. I don't know. What do you do? You think that'll affect him and affect how he how he plays? I mean, I'd assume there's something out there that they can just give Patrick Mahomes that he won't feel that toe for three hours and just hope he doesn't get it stepped on. It'll be interesting because I think the the bigger worry is or the bigger question might be, what does Patrick Mahomes look like in the run game? Does Patrick Mahomes look visibly kind of shy out there, trying to protect himself at all costs? Because, But Patrick Mahomes is a guy that can protect himself at all costs, not really try to have as many of the extra plays and still put 40 points on you. And so that's why I'm not as worried, because as long as that right arm's healthy, he's going to be all right. Um, but yeah, no, it is it is a factor. And I think with Clyde Edwards-Elair as well, because Buffalo is dealing with some um, running back issues Rookie Zach Moss is out for the rest of the playoffs after an injury suffered earlier in the playoffs. So they've only got Devin Singletary Um, in that run game. Obviously we're all talking about the passing attacks, Um, but if Clyde Edwards, he layers back, that's just, that's just another weapon to the freaking, to the, to the troops, man. And so we'll see what happens. I, I, Josh Allen's going to have to have the best game of his career. Um, Stefan Diggs, obviously as well, but the guys like Cole Beasley, we, we talked about it earlier this week, really shut down by Baltimore. He's got to step up. Those other guys have to step up. Dawson Knox, the tight end, um, has made some plays this year. Th- those guys, everyone might not know him yet, but they're going to need to know him this weekend. Yeah. Colby's has been dealing with an injury, um, so hopefully he feels a little better, a bit better. John Brown um, needs to play well. The Chiefs might also get back Sammy Watkins, who's been out for most of the year. So that's, a, that's another more. weapon to add to the arsenal. But running, running the ball, scrambling is kind of a big part of, of the Chiefs' offense. And Patrick Mahomes has the most first downs rushing by any quarterback in the league this year. And so if that if he doesn't run as much, it, it could affect, and that could be these two teams are I wouldn't say they're pretty even, but the Bills are the Bills can hang with them. And Mahomes being injured might be just enough to to give the Bills that that little that the, open the door for the Bills to win if they play perfectly, um, because with Mahomes. Fully healthy, the Bills can play perfect, and Mahomes can still win. He's hurt. The Bills play really good. Chiefs make a few mistakes. Who knows what can happen? So I'm still I'm going to take the Chiefs. Um, after all that, Mahomes don't bet against Mahomes until he loses. The besides the Raiders, the last time we saw them lose was like week seven of last year. We've seen them lose twice in two years. You can't until they lose again. You can't you can't go against them. So I'll take the Chiefs for sure. Game. And I I think. That, that's one thing to look at it, that it might be more of a pressure on Mahomes to just Mahomes, maybe maybe he's going into this game thinking, I can't make mistakes because if I'm not 100%, I can't carry his back. And maybe maybe we see, because for Mahomes, if Mahomes plays a clean game, 
I think Kansas City wins the game, um, essentially. And so, well, it'll be interesting. Obviously, a lot falls on that Buffalo defense as well um, to make turnovers. But yeah, I think that's a base. I think for Kansas City, if Mahomes plays a good game, no turnovers, I have a hard time seeing those guys go down. Yeah, and they they've won so much, you know. They can keep it going. They they were here last year. They have the experience. The Bills don't. Um, does the Bills Mafia magic give the Bills enough to, to do it? We'll just have to see. Bills Mafia magic versus Mahomes magic. Who's going to win? You know? Yeah. Build, hey, in a Walmart in Buffalo, in the Bills section, they were just selling those plastic white tables all around all this Bills gear. Like, that's an honorary. Like, you have to have that on you if you're a Bills fan or something. So, hey, well, it'll be in Kansas City. And like like last week, We'll see if, if home field advantage comes into play. Some of those crowds were a little rowdy. Um, these guys have been used to pretty quiet stadiums. And so we'll see if that comes into play um, for either Kansas City or the or Green Bay. And so what, what, what are you thinking? Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Brady and Rodgers, finally, we get, a, we get in the, a crazy matchup in the playoffs between those guys. Yeah, it's fun that it's kind of fun that both of these stadiums are outdoors in the winter. Um, I wonder, I guess Foxborough is usually outside, but. Yeah, uh, in the past, but kind of cool how it's both outside. The Green Bay st- fans were pretty excited last week, and I think that that Tampa Bay capitalized on all the mistakes that Drew Brees made last week, and Aaron Rodgers hasn't made those mistakes all year. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't make those mistakes that Tampa Bay was able to do, um, was able to capitalize against the Saints, I think the Packers can win. I think that. Devontae Adams is unstoppable. Tampa Bay secondary doesn't really have anything. Their run defense is pretty good. Uh, their secondary, nobody can stop Devontae Adams. And I don't think Tampa Bay's secondary can slow him down at all either. And so with the home field, with the weather, Tom Brady said his blood is thinned a little bit going to Tampa Bay. How many of these Tampa Bay players have really been in a situation like this before? Um, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Green Bay Packers and, and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I'm thinking the same thing. It's, it's cause obviously the, the, the cold weather for Tampa. I mean, Tom Brady, yeah, he'll be fine. Um, but this, this is a very interesting matchup because this is kind of where my argument comes into play from earlier, where you've got three of the top four passing offenses playing this weekend. You've got Green Bay, who's number eight. But then the only team out of the, the remaining the remaining four that are top 10 in rushing is Green Bay. Green Bay is the most balanced offense left um, in, in, this, in this postseason. They... Tampa Bay, I think bottom bottom four in the league in rushing, and so they're really one dimensional at times, and um, that's why I think this this game could really come down to just the pass rushers. Green or Tampa Bay's top four in sacks, Green Bay's in the top ten. Which one of these guys, these older quarterbacks, looks old? You know, um, can can Green Bay get to Tom Brady? Can can the can Shaq Griffin or Sha- Shaq Barrett and these guys get to Aaron Rodgers as no one's really been able to do? But that, the question of David Bakhtiari is still out. They didn't really have too many problems last week, but when, when you're all pro left tackles out, that's never a good thing. And so um, a lot of pressure on that, that Green Bay offensive line this week, um, but even more so on Tampa Bay because they are such a pass-heavy team with all the weapons Tom Brady has if, if that um, Green Bay front seven can make some noise, then that, that could be it. And like you said, Drew Brees threw, I think, 60% of the total interceptions Aaron Rodgers has thrown the entire season last week so if they can if they can do that against Aaron Rodgers they'll win the game but like you said Aaron Rodgers has not made those mistakes all year yeah he he looks like he's just on a different level his he's out there almost like smiling and laughing and he looks completely calm in all situations 
He knows that he and Devontae Adams connection is unstoppable. And then he spreads it around to the other guys when he, when he needs to, but just the way watching Rogers play, he just looks completely at ease almost all the time. And I haven't, um, so, but the one thing that did happen was the Packers and Tampa Bay did play each other before. Packers got out to a 10-0 lead. Aaron Rodgers was celebrating, and he, he did make some mistakes. He threw a couple of interceptions to Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay ran away with that game. So that's the blueprint that Tampa Bay needs to follow, is get Aaron Rodgers a little bit uncomfortable, which probably hasn't happened since they last played. Um, the Packers lost to the Colts, but it was a shootout game. Aaron Rodgers still played really well. But the last time these guys played, they did force turnovers. They did make Aaron Rodgers a little uncomfortable. So the Bucs have already beaten the Packers. We're, we're talking the Packers up like no way Aaron Rodgers loses, but they have lost in the past. Exactly. And, and this is Tom Brady in the playoffs. Like this is, we talked about this earlier this week on the, on the podcast on Mondays that Tom Brady in the playoffs, this is like LeBron. Like he has that factor of like, okay, yeah, whatever, whatever, however they looked in the regular season is one thing, but how they've looked the last two weeks, you could argue is the best team in football. I mean, they're, they're making turnovers. The offense is moving. It obviously, I think people discredit how really good that Saints defense is. And yeah, the Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay defense really won the game, but that, that was a really good team minus what Drew Brees' injuries and stuff have been. And it's, it's Tom Brady in the playoffs. That matters. That, that, that absolutely matters. Just like we talked about with Eli, Tom Brady, it's hard. He's hard to beat. There's a reason. Um, and so I feel, I feel really good. I know, I don't, I know you feel amazing about the Packers this weekend, but there's no surprise to anyone if Tom Brady comes out and just does Tom Brady, you know? Yeah. And just the way the Packers have played all year, they just look so, so smooth. That's why, that's why I'm so confident. And the Bucs just seem to make silly mistakes. They, they have penalties. They, they make little mistakes. Their guys haven't, haven't been there. Um, but the one thing going for the Bucs that Peter Schrager reported um, I heard it. I heard it this morning. I'm not sure how, how long it's been, but Vita Vea, the nose tackle for the Bucks, their run stopper, who hasn't played much all year, is coming back this week. Ooh. And so that's that's a big deal. If he, if he can give them 30 to 40 good snaps, he, he's one of the best run stoppers in the entire league. And he was their first round pick out of Washington a couple years ago. And so if he comes back, gives gives the Bucks defense a little bit another dimension uh, in stopping this Packers offense. Yeah, and that's huge because part of the reason Aaron Rodgers in that passing game has looked so amazing this year is because they've got a top 10 rush offense too where it, it forces the defense to help against the run because if if that Green Bay offense is going for five, six yards a carry, it doesn't matter what Aaron Rodgers is doing. Like, you're not beating them. And so um, that's huge as well. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think Devin White, Devin White versus Aaron Rodgers. I mean, we see those clips of Aaron Rodgers just smirking at who's probably like the middle linebacker calling the plays on defense. And it's like, let's see. Let's see if Aaron Rodgers can can turn this kid around and uh, do what I want him to do because he's a single man and he's got to finish the job. He's got to go win his championship, man. That would be so cool. But, hey, I'm just so excited for this matchup because, like, I, 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 I won't even be mad if Brady wins, man, because then we get Brady Mahomes. Like, I mean, okay, if Mahomes, man, wins. If Mahomes wins, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, so, but tell me this, though. What's more likely, Buffalo wins or Tampa Bay wins? Tampa. Okay, we're on the same page. But then you Tampa. got the Mahomes injury, man. There's just so much up in the air. We'll see. That's what makes this stuff so amazing. And it's outdoors. Maybe we'll get some snow just to make it the best. Yeah, Rogers last week thought it was a little bit too warm in Lambeau. It was only 34 degrees. Things will be a little bit colder this week. Um, 
but just to, to close out here, I have one, one question for you. Whose legacy does this affect more? Rodgers beating Brady or Brady beating Rodgers? Oh, this is more, more is on the line for Rodgers, I think. Um, just because I think Brady's hit the point of he's only adding on at this point. Like his, his legacy's made. I don't know how you, he, he's going to be arguably the greatest quarterback of all time for ever, probably. Um, and with Aaron Rodgers, he's had a great career. He's going to go down as he's going to be a first battle Hall of Famer. There's no surprise there. But if he can get this at the end of his career, would just be insane um, for him because he doesn't have the rings Brady does. He doesn't. He hasn't had um, the teams Brady has. And I think if if he could get this win, and then if he could take Mahomes down or Josh Allen, like if I think. But at the same time, I will say though that this is equally huge for Brady and Rodgers in regards to they're going to be facing the next generation in the Super Bowl. And, you know, we're, we're seeing Big Ben, we're seeing Eli, we're seeing Phillip Rivers, these guys are going. If Rodgers or Brady wins the Super Bowl, it's like, not so fast. We're still here, man. And so it'll, it's, it, that, that's a different kind of storyline that's uh, going to be fun to watch the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I think that if Rodgers can beat Brady here, he really, he's kind of like arguably in that top tier of greatest quarterbacks ever. Because he, he, like, everybody says, oh, natural talent, greatest, like the best natural talent ever. That doesn't mean you're the you're the best quarterback. There's there's kind of that that uh, modifier. Oh, best natural talent, best arm, best thrower, best arm talent, not best quarterback. So yeah. if he can win a second Super Bowl and win an MVP at age 37, he can be in that top five conversation solidly if he not if he isn't already. And so I agree. I think that if Rodgers wins, it does more for his legacy overall because only because Brady is already at number one. But the thing Brady's fighting is if Brady wins without Belichick. Close that argument. Oh, um, yeah. Belichick, Belichick mattered a lot, but Brady can do it with, with uh, if you give him a solid team around him, he's 43. Brady, Brady was more important than Belichick. And I think that's kind of what he's fighting for right now. Yeah, but I, I guess for me, part of that's already proven to me. But I guess for your, your casual fan, it's like if Brady goes out and wins a Super Bowl year one without Belichick, that says so much. Um, but I think another reason just for Rodgers and for both guys in general is that if they win a Super Bowl this year, their window is not closed. Like Green Bay is not getting much worse. Tampa Bay is not getting, I mean, obviously a lot of it hinges on the play of those two guys um, continuing to play at the level they've played at this year. But if Aaron Rodgers goes, gets number two this year, what's to say they can't, he doesn't finish with three plus. And then if he hits that, that's saying a lot. We're, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. But then it's like, I agree with you where he's finally in that best quarterback group. And it's not, it's not even a discussion because right now, I'm an Aaron Rodgers freaking. That's my best quarterback ever. Everyone knows, in case you didn't. But I, your, your argument was completely right on why I need, he needs to win a ring, an, another one. And I think that'll cement his career and give him the opportunity to add some more. Yep. Well, either way this weekend, there's going to be tons of storylines for the Super Bowl. So going to have to see what happens. And I think that if you are positive about either game, I can't see how how you're that confident because so many things. So both these, both of the, all four of these teams, if they do what they need to do, they can win. Um, there's 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 clear favorites, but there's there's no clear. Oh, like for sure, this is going to happen. So, yeah, and there never is because every time we're we're led to believe that somebody like Eli Manning just goes out and wins the Super Bowl. You know, it's just crazy. It's crazy how that works. Um, but yeah, no, this has been fun, Zach. Uh, we'll we'll get into some some. NBA talk for this weekend later on um, in another episode. But yeah, exciting weekend. 
and we'll we'll be back with more after after the NFL weekend. We'll be getting ready for the Super Bowl, man. It's still crazy to think that we're here. Um, but yeah, it's been a great season. Yeah, it really has. Um, well, can't wait to talk to you about it on Monday, whenever it all goes down. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you to everybody for listening, for watching. This is the latest episode of the So Close Yet So Far podcast.